Very thankful today to be joined by Illinois State Senator Dale Fowler. Senator, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure to be with you, Will. I got a press release in the email inbox this morning, and it reads, Senator Fowler and Representative Windhorst announced legislation signed into law, and it has to do with the Juvenile Court Act. A lot of times things like this necessarily don't get the big flying headlines, but they're important pieces of legislation, and I wanted to have you on to talk about why it was important and why you and Representative Windhorst uh, put some extra energy into this bill. Well, thank you, Will. This, you're, and you're exactly right. This is extremely important legislation. Uh, as, as you all know, I have a, a not-for-profit foundation that's 21 years old this year, and, and uh, I've been working a lot with social agencies and schools and to, to ensure a lot of children have, you know, clothes and food and, and, and such. And, and, you know, so I've, I've really developed a, a really inside, uh, you know, uh, path to what a lot of the these abused children are going through. And we found out and as you're, you're right, Representative Windhorst, the champion, did in the House, and I carried it in the Senate. And, you know, a lot of these court documents for these abused children don't always necessarily get in the right hands to the juvenile court system. So what this does, it'll op- open up this opportunity to uh, ensure that uh, all the medical records that are needed in court proceedings uh, are, are available to to the system. So, uh, you know, just medical records, uh, whatever it may be, proof that a minor has a medical diagnosis of, of battered, uh, of, of, you know, being battered, or proof that a, uh, uh, you know, a, a, you know that a, that that the parent may have been on drugs, or just anything, to, any any ammunition, any information that the court system needs to be able to show full support uh, of the, these children that have been abused and neglected. And were there like things such as HIPAA or other privacy acts that were sort of stymieing the ability to access these records? I am I sort of close to the target here? Yeah, I, I'm not sure it's exactly HIPAA, but it's just a, a process of you know the uh, the hesitancy of releasing these medical records. But yes, HIPAA probably did play a little bit of a role in this. Uh, but it's important, and I think everybody agrees. That's why this legislation passed the House and the Senate unanimously on both sides of the aisle, uh, and everybody championed and signed on as co-sponsors, and so many did because they saw that, uh, that hey, this is great legislation. We want to make sure that all the records uh, are, are available to the court system. Of course, they're they're handled privately, obviously, within the system, So, but we want to make sure that these children have all the supporting documents that they deserve to have, uh, and they can be represented to the to the utmost level to ensure that uh, they're protected in the court system. So yes, uh, some of, there's there's been issues in the past with you know that the documents have not been available. So this will this will ensure that they are, and this goes into law January one of twenty twenty four. So I uh, really appreciate both uh, all all of our colleagues on both sides of the aisle in the House and Senate for for partnering with us and passing this very important legislation in support of our abused and neglected children. Senator Fowler with us today. Senator, while I have you on the phone line, I wanted to ask you about the uh, couple of projects near Shawneetown and Old Shawneetown. Um, one is a boat ramp there. You were able to secure some funding to help upgrade it. Why was that important to uh, your district? Very important to the district. Uh, well, that uh, about 15 years ago, the boat ramp there in Old Shawneetown on the Ohio River, of course, was decommissioned. Uh, brought, brought out a service, and I can remember when I was in my early twenties, I had I had a I had a runabout. That's where I launched my boat. It was just a parade of boats. 
so it's obviously going to be great for tourism. It's going to be great for our recreational boaters, our our you know, our fish, our fishing, uh, you know, citizens that want to that want to launch their boat. And so for the last several years, they've had to go into Kentucky and then go about thirty miles north into Kentucky just to be able to launch their boat on a not very uh, not the best of boat ramps that uh, that there is there. So. Uh, this uh, the community had, had came to me about three years ago and you know, talked about how had they really wanted to try to get this boat ramp uh, back in back in order. So I was able to secure an eight hundred thousand dollar grant with the Department of Commerce sneaking off our opportunity. Uh, so uh, we we, uh, we uh, broke ground to just a couple of weeks ago, as you mentioned, and they're working on it today. So this is going to bring all that boat traffic back into Gallatin County, back into Shawnee Town old Shawnee town and it's just going to be it's just great uh, great morale boost to that community to be able to to have this opportunity and it's, it's also not only for recreational and fisher fishermen but it's also for uh emergency services because if there's an emergency on the river the emergency services the Gallatin County Emergency Service or any emergency service with their emergency vessels has to go uh, travel about an additional hour into Kentucky just to be able to get on the on the river. So now they're going to be able to offer their emergency services. They're going to be able to get those vessels on the on the water much much quicker, and to be able to hopefully uh, hopefully God forbid that there's there's an accident or somebody uh, you know and that, but it, you know it does it does happen. So they'll be able to get to those individuals or to that vessel uh, much quicker. So it's also there's also a very a safety mechanism to this too for emergency services. So very excited to be able to finally get this through. It took a little while, uh, you know, with a permitting process and the speed, you know, it's if, you know, the studies of environmental studies and working with the Army Corps, but we was finally able to get the job done. And uh, we talked a lot over the past years about the Carroll Port project, but I know that there was some action that happened uh, with the Shawneetown Port there being, was it, is the right term recertified? Right, right. Yeah, it's it going going back into service. It's going to be. Uh, uh, it was a former coal loading dock there in Old Shawneetown, so it's uh, it's already permitted with the Army Corps of Engineers. So it's going to just be a new retrofit. Uh, so they'll be they're working on it now. They'll be uh, uh, fertilized, uh, offloading fertilized, and there's also some. It's a public private partnership as well. So uh, a great great boost to going to be a lot of jobs there for Gallatin County. But also, there'll be uh, there's interest in a container uh, offloading there as well with some other private investors. So this is going to be up and going much quicker than like the Carroll Port because again, it's a it's a form of a coal loading dock. So it's just a, a conversion from a coal loading to uh, offloading fertilizer. So there'll be new conveyors, a couple of new buildings, I believe, some infrastructure. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of great uh, truck driving jobs, a lot of permanent jobs there at the port. Uh, and just going to be, it's going to bring a lot more attention, especially on the private side, as, as we work toward our container uh, transportation opportunities on our rivers. Senator Fowler, you mentioned the Carroll Port project. Uh, there seems to be some, you know, fits and starts with that project over the last year. I did see back at the end of March or early April that uh, there was another, I think, $3.4 million that has uh, been allocated to continue the pursuit of that project. What can you tell us? Yes, I was actually just on a call with the new uh, Alexander Carroll Fourth District uh, president, and that that grant funding is flowing flowing through the district again. Uh, there was a little delay uh, 
a few months ago, but they've got all that worked out. So everything's back in motion and they're very excited to be able to hopefully sometime latter part of this summer, first fall, part of fall, uh, have some boots on the ground there at the site. Uh, this has been an ongoing process that's had a lot of emotional roller coaster rides, uh, uh, ups and downs, but it's, it's a game changer for Southern Illinois. It's a game changer for the Midwest. And, you know, this has been a priority of the, of the governor's administration and the governor, quite frankly, touting it as one of the uh, largest economic development projects Southern Illinois has seen in possibly 100 years. So it is a priority. Uh, obviously, it's a priority of, of, of us. And we're, I'm, I'm thankful that things are back in, back in motion and that they're able to uh, flow some more funds through as they continue the permitting and design process of the port. I also heard recently that there is some activity at the former Golconda Job Corps, which is a 300-acre campus near Golconda that um, was used in the past for various job training sorts of of programming. Uh, What can you tell us about any potential to revitalize that area? Yes, it was closed. It was, yes, the Golconda Job Corps was closed uh, somewhere between five and six years ago, it was a, a beautiful campus, 301 acres, 34 buildings. There's every trade building, uh, masonry, carpentry, welding, uh, mechanics, you name it, Will, that's on, on the property there. Uh, a beautiful gymnasium, administrative uh, building, dormitories. Uh, it was closed, and I was able to actually work with uh, former Congressman Chimkus to uh, keep the keep the lights on, keep, keep the HVAC going so it wouldn't create mold issues and about four years ago we started a process a marketing process i actually sponsored a video series uh narrated by staff uh to, to, uh, showed the, all the buildings and with drone footage of the entire campus and we actually pushed that out throughout the country and got a, received a lot of a lot of uh interest from areas such as colorado florida uh obviously all over the state uh, it is a federal a federal campus and it's been a long process, but we finally, through government service agencies, uh, the the, uh, the campus has gone out for bid, and there has been seven bidders uh, so far. And it's uh, it, there's I'm watching it like a hawk. Uh, there's bidding going on uh, every every day. It's up to like 1.7 plus million. It's on the government service agency GSA website, so it is public information. You can you can actually. I believe I sent you the link, Will. You can actually share that if you want where people can kind of watch it. But I couldn't be more excited. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know who all the bidders are. I know a couple of them because they've reached out to me. And my, 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 my platform on this whole, this whole mission throughout these, these several years of trying to get this repurposed, this amazing campus repurposed, is I want it to be for the same purpose that it was utilized or a similar purpose that it was utilized in the past to create vocational training opportunities uh, for citizens that uh, could use the training and use a great job here in Southern Illinois. And it's going to put people back to work. They lost about 100 jobs when it was shuttered a few years ago. We want to bring those jobs back. But most importantly, we want to create opportunity to, to citizens that maybe have uh, have not had the, the, the opportunities in their life to be able to have a great a great career. And uh, I just couldn't be more, more proud of so that some of the bidders that are in there, the one bidder, I have no idea who it is because it's strictly by a bidder number, not a name. Uh, so I'm not privy to that, but I just hope it's for the right purpose, whoever ends up with it. And so hopefully, I'd say just in a very few short days, we'll, we will know who is awarded that campus and we'll be able to announce it. You know, something else that crossed my mind as you were talking about, you know, job growth in the region was uh, 
the considerations revolving around Chope Mental Health Center. It seems like those uh, conversations have sort of died down, and there seems to sort of the dust has settled after some of that controversy. Is there anything that you're aware of in regard to new news regarding Chote? There's really no new news, I think. I think everyone's starting to adjust to what uh, uh, the, the human uh, services platform is, especially some of the residents and family of some of the residents are going to be moved. Uh, a couple of the, couple of families I know personally that have, have loved ones in there and they're working through the process. I know uh, DHS is uh, working hard to ensure that that campus, obviously the campus top priority is to keep, keep the show mental health uh, open and uh, create the opportunity. So I, I really feel I have to have faith, Will, that their, their platform is going to be to the best uh, in, in the long run. There's a lot of changes going on within that department. But uh, as long as the, the citizens, the, the residents, I should say, are, are that, that are scheduled to be displaced into other homes, as long as they're being well taken care of and their families are, are good and they're still going to be able to be by their loved ones, uh, that's the, of the utmost important. But moving forward, we just have to have faith. We are in a lot of conversations with DHS. We just hope that... Uh, you know their platform will be to the to, to the best for for all the all those that uh, that need the services of Shope Mental Health. But most importantly, we want to make sure that uh, everyone's held accountable and that everyone's you know the facilities. There's going to be some capital investment going into the facility for improvements, which is which is amazing. It's 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 been needing that for a long time. So we just have to continue to hope for the best. But we will we're staying on top of it. Senator Dale Fowler with us today. Senator, anything else that you want to mention that you think is uh, important to highlight before we let you go today? Well, I'm just so thankful for, you know, our tourism in Southern Illinois, Will, as you well know. You see it. it we're growing our tourism opportunities. I have 20 state parks, IDNR state parks in my district, plus the incredible Shawnee National Forest, our rivers, our lakes. Uh, we're seeing investment with our Department of Natural Resource State Parks. We're seeing a lot of investment. I've been working really closely with Director Natalie Phelps Benny. Uh, so I couldn't be more proud of, of, of what we're doing in our tourism initiative, too, uh, in Southern Illinois, because it's a huge economic driver that we have. You see what's going on in the camping industry and the boating industry, and I couldn't be happier. And, you know, we have our challenges, of course, but I just ask everyone to be, you know, stay, uh, you know, live with passion and keep the faith. And, you know, Southern Illinois is, uh, we're on the radar and we have a lot of great opportunities and you know the meat processing plant that's getting ready to open or break ground start construction on so and you see what's going on in williamson county and over there in your area well i mean all the, you know the new hotel and everything so it's encouraging and i just want everyone to keep the faith and stay positive because southern illinois is going to be okay have you made it over to see our new big muddy monster statue yet you know i i have not i've got i've got to get i've got to get over there i uh uh, let, let's let's get that on the calendar, and I'll meet you over there. How's that sound? I almost uh, wanted to say something like, "Take that, Harrisburg!" After they had the <laughs> Sasquatch, <laughs> right, right. Is it, is it is it larger than the Sasquatch statue? Will that's a lot of these. Oh, it's it's nine foot tall and made out of bronze, well, I, and I, so I believe I believe that may be a little larger. You may have an edge on it. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. We got, anyway. we, got, we got Superman, we got it all, pal. Well, Popeye, <laughs> Superman, and Sasquatch. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, That's right. all right, Senator, thanks for your time. I hope you have a great day. Always a, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you.